Good to be with you on this Thursday morning. Today is January 25th. That is, as you heard a second ago, our birthday here at 97.9 The Hill WCHL. 71 years ago today, back in 1953, is the day we first went on the air. Staying on the air now and catching you up on local news as we begin the day. Going to start on campus where work is ongoing to launch a new School of Civic Life and Leadership at UNC's College of Arts and Sciences. Board of Trustees voted to create the school last year. Supporters say it's to promote democracy and free expression. Critics say the real purpose is just to push a right-wing political agenda. Arts and Sciences Dean Jim White and Interim Director Sarah Truel updated the board last week about the school's progress, saying the hiring process is already underway and students will be able to add a minor through the school starting next year. Here's part of what they had to say. We are literally right in the middle of our search for a new uh, director and dean, for the permanent director and dean. All of the, the interviews will be done uh, next week. Also want to give you an update. We have been working on the budget for the School of Civic Life and Leadership. We are um, narrowing down what we think are the short-term and the longer-term costs. We are looking to build out a department of at least 20 faculty and uh, wanted to let you know that that in, in the college, that's typically in the nine to $10 million range where they built out faculty. Um, it'll take us a while to get to that point in terms of recruiting, um, but we look to um, over the next couple of years and uh, I'm working with senior associate deans, Kate Hens and Elizabeth Engelhart to figure out how do we go from where we are now um, in terms of faculty to where we want to be. What's the, the best timeline to do that? What's the best strategy to do that? I'm pleased to report that in addition to the remarks that he gave, we have designed a minor, which I submitted to the administrative boards for approval, including those courses that are foundational to completing the minor, um, also are under review currently. And so our expectation is that students can start taking these courses in the fall, assuming all gets approved um, as we would expect it to be. And so we'll have students then, they're welcome to enroll in the minor then, um, we'll be advertising as such, hopefully to a broad swath of our undergraduates, again, trying to hit all the different fields, disciplines, and interests um, across campus. And Sarah Truel there, Jim White before that. Elsewhere on campus, UNC Health has set April 19th as the opening date for their new surgical building on Manning Drive. A seven-story facility has been under construction since May of 2019. When it opens, it'll be the largest single building on the UNC Medical Center campus. Staying in health news, we're still in the middle of winter, but COVID-19 metrics are heading in the right direction. After peaking a couple weeks ago, North Carolina saw a 17% drop in COVID particles in wastewater last week and a significant drop in hospitalizations for both COVID and the flu. Still in the middle of the season, though, so health experts are still urging everyone to stay up to date on your vaccines. Also in health news, News and Observer reporting the fight will continue over which insurance company will be in charge of the state health plan next year. Blue Cross has filed a legal challenge to try to prevent the state from switching to Aetna. Yesterday, a judge rejected a motion to toss out the challenge, so the next hearing is set for February. In other legal news, sentencing yesterday for a former Chapel Hill Town employee who pled guilty to federal fraud charges over an alleged Ponzi scheme. News and Observer also reporting this. Kumar Nepali was sentenced to nearly four years in prison and ordered to pay about a million dollars in restitution. 
We're heading into 2024 with a brand new generation of leaders at the helm of our local communities. New mayors in Chapel Hill and Carborough and Hillsboro, plus Pittsburgh and Durham. It's an opportunity for new conversations, new relationships, and new collaborations. And in Durham, Mayor Leonardo Williams says he's excited about that because the towns of the Triangle ought to be thinking regionally. I'm a huge proponent of regionalism. I believe what's good in Durham is good for the region. That includes Chapel Hill, Raleigh, Durham, you know, Cary, Apex, Morrisville. And I think that we need to start thinking that way and we need to start investing that way. Just the jurisdictional borders does not prevent you from coming into Durham or me going into Chapel Hill. Uh, so we need to start thinking of the region more and to share our wealth and share our resources so that we can grow as a region. It'll be beneficial to all of us. We need to create a tide effect, a rising tide effect for the triangle. That's Durham Mayor Leonardo Williams speaking with us last week. You can listen back to the full conversation in the This Morning with Aaron Keck section of our website, chapelborough.com. Finally, to the skies, where RDU officials announced the airport served a record number of passengers in 2023—about 14 and a half million passengers, to be exact. That breaks the record of 14.2 million set in 2019, just before the pandemic. It is time now for sports, brought to you this hour by Chapel Hill Tire. And a big game tonight for UNC women's basketball with the 20th-ranked Tar Heels hosting Miami as they look to stay in first place in the ACC. The Hurricanes are just 2-4 and four in conference play, but they beat NC State by double digits last week. Carolina, meanwhile, has won their last three straight and eight of their last nine, thanks in part to the stellar play of Alyssa Ustby, who's averaging nearly a double-double. She just got named to the top 10 list for the Cheryl Miller Award, which goes to the nation's best. Best small forward. 8 p.m. is tip-off time in Carmichael Arena. We'll have all the action for you right here on 97.9 The Hill, starting with pregame coverage at 7.30. Elsewhere in sports, the 2024 schedule is out for UNC football. Carolina's regular season opens with four non-conference games at Minnesota on Thursday, August 29th, followed by home games against Charlotte, NC Central, and James Madison. Then ACC play begins at Duke on September 28th, early Duke game this year, followed by home games against Pitt and Georgia Tech, road trips to Virginia and Florida State, back home to face Wake Forest on the road at Boston College, and then wrapping up the regular season in Keenan Stadium November 30th against NC State. You can get a link to the full schedule on our website, chapelborough.com. 2024 will be the first year with Cal, Stanford, and SMU in the ACC, though Carolina won't play any of them this season. More conference realignment may yet be down the road, of course, but the UNC System Board of Governors wants a say in that. This week, a board committee voted for a policy that would require UNC and NC State to get approval from the board before making any moves to switch conferences. The full board is likely to sign off on that policy next month. Over to baseball now, where today is media day for the Tar Heels, just a few weeks out from the start of the 2024 season. Spring training is also about to start for the major leagues, with several former Tar Heels set to star, including Zach Gallen, now an ace pitcher with the Arizona Diamondbacks. 97.9 The Hills' Michael Coe had an exclusive interview with Gallen this month. Here's what he had to say about the lessons he learned from coaches Mike Fox and Scott Forbes at UNC. Both of those guys, Coach Fox and Coach Forbes, um, you know, they just, they, while I was there, they talked a lot about character, a lot about accountability. Um, so those are two things that I felt like I, I came into Carolina with, but, you know, maybe my time in Carolina and being around them and just kind of sharpened and kind of heightened my sense of what those things really mean and, and what what it truly mean to, to kind of further your career. Um, so it's just something that's kind of stuck with me um, and something I've been cognizant of since I left Carolina. But also, I mean, just the appreciation that, 
Coach Fox being a, an alumni and Coach Forbes being there as long as he has, just kind of really the, the, the deep appreciation for the program and for the people who make that program run and, and just kind of, you know, being able to give back and things like that. So, um, yeah, they've definitely instilled. I could go on, honestly, for a while about what, <laughs> what they've kind of instilled in me. Um, but those are the two two big ones that I can think of. And it's former Tar Heel Zach Gallon speaking there with Michael Coe. You can read a transcript of their full conversation on our website, chapelboro.com. Turning briefly to government news, a positive development if you like betting on sports. State lottery officials voted this week to set March 11th as the day when online sports betting becomes illegal in North Carolina. That is right after the Duke Carolina game, but just in time for the start of the ACC tournament. Finally, in hockey, a win last night for the Carolina Hurricanes, 3-2 two over the Bruins in Boston. No rest for the Canes. They're back in Raleigh tonight hosting the Devils at 730.